the halachas of the interruptions that a person is allowed to make when you're in the middle of the uh, bracha of Kriyashma or when you're in between brachas of Kriyashma, when you're in between paragraphs. So there was an argument between Rab Meir and Rab Yehuda. The Mishnah here, uh, sorry, the Gemara here will discuss the opinion of Rab Meir. Because as we learned in the Mishnah, and Rashi pointed it out already in the Mishnah, Rav Meir says, Shoyel mipnei HaKovet umeishiv. When it said umeishiv, the Mishnah didn't explain umeishiv what. And same thing when it said afterwards, Shoyel mipnei HaYira umeishiv. Why is Shoyel? Huh? No, Shoyel it explains. Shoyel, the Mishnah says, Shoyel mipnei HaKovet. It spells out what the Shoyel is. Shoyel is on Shalom Aleichem. The title of Shoyel is to say Shalom Aleichem to somebody. But when you're in between... When you're beprokim, it's shayel mepnei akavit, and when you're beemtsa, it's more stringent. You only shayel mepnei ayira. But when it comes to meishiv, meishiv didn't explain. So the Gemara well, will explain right here. The what? The what? You meishiv whatever you shayel. Maybe. Lamazan what the Gemara says. Meishiv machmas mai. So when it says in the Mishnah, meishiv for what? Is it kavit or yira? It doesn't say. So if you're gonna say the pshat is, and here we're talking about. Beina prokim, right? If you're going to say regarding beina prokim, the pshat is that he could answer mipnei akovid. So the Gemara says that can't be. Hash the mishal shoyel. If the mission is saying that beina prokim, you could say shalom aleichem to somebody mipnei akovid. You could initiate mipnei akovid. Ahadurim ibaya. Does it does it need to tell you that you could answer mipnei akovid? It's obvious. If you could if you could initiate, for sure you could respond. Ella, rather, what are we going to have to say? Shoyel mepnei covet. When the Mishnah says Shoyel mepnei covet, it's only initiating, you're allowed mepnei covet. But Rumeshiv, Shalom, when it comes to responding, so over here it's going to be more lenient. Meshiv, Shalom, Lechol You could respond to anybody. Not only someone that you owe an honor to. So, the Gemara continues. Uh, let's see the next part of what the Mishnah says. Ube emtza, if you're in the middle of the bracha, you could initiate and say Shalom Aleichem and you could answer. And again, the mission doesn't say what a Meshiv is. So the Gemara asks the same question. Meshiv Machmasmai. When it says answering, answering for what? If it means that you could answer out of fear. So again, it's neat point. you don't have to say this. If you could initiate and, and greet and say Shalom Aleichem out of fear, does it have to say that you could respond out of fear? Ella, we're going to have to say, that when it says Meshiv, what it means is that you could answer not only but you could answer that would be the Pshat in make a play, I'm making a play okay. that would be the answer to the Pshat of Rav Meir's opinion if so, there's a big problem here. Hainu the Rabbi Yehuda. It's going to come out that this is exactly Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. That none, what did it say right after this in the Mishnah? Rabbi Yehuda Aimer. Rabbi Yehuda says, In the middle of the bracha, you could initiate and answer for COVID. So Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda are saying what the bottom of the Afyid Gimel on the base. Comes out that Rabbi Yehuda is saying the exact same thing as Rabbi Meir. So that can't be. Emphatic Gemara, Chasuri Mechsere, there are words missing in the Mishnah. 
as the Gemara does this many, many times, and this is what it has to say in the Mishnah. The prokim means the prokim is is bein The prokim means in between. Bemtza is in the middle. Correct. It is. It is. It is. The prokim is is more lenient than bemtza. It is. Yeah. We're missing words in the Mishnah, and this is what it should say. The prokim, and now we start with Rav opinion. Beprakim, if you're in between, shayel mipnei covid, you can you can initiate and say shalom aleichem out of covid. Vein tzarech leima shumeshev. The mission you have to add those three words. Vein tzarech leima. Needless to say that you could uh, respond for covid. Ube emtzaf, you're in the middle. Shal mipnei yire, you could initiate if it's a case of yire. Vein tzarech leima shumeshev, and for sure you could respond mipnei yire. Divrei Rab Meir, that's Rab Meir's opinion. <coughs> Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda says, If you're in the middle of the bracha, so then you could initiate If you're responding, you could even respond If you're in between, you could initiate even for COVID. And there you could say Shalom Aleichem to anybody. That's the Pshad and the Smachlaikis of the Mishnah. Now, Gemara brings a clear b'raise that it said, Mamish, exactly this, what we just said. So we know that this is the correct shot in the Mishnah. Mm-hmm. Tanya Nami. Does Meshav also, if someone asks you a question, or it's only specifically Shalom? It doesn't seem like it. It seems like Shalom. And even to Stam greet Meshav Shalom Lechol Adam, as we'll see soon, there's, we'll see soon, Gemara will. This is just motion. It's, well, look, this is definitely definitely not talking about Stam speaking Dvarim Betel in the middle of Birchus Kriyashma and Kriyashma. It's not like nodding to somebody. It's not like... No, but it does mean saying Shalom Aleichem. It does refer to saying Shalom Aleichem, but none of this is a hetter for speaking Dvarim Betel in the middle of Davin. Stam, pointless words. And another thing I would add is that this Gemara, this Machlekes of Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda, and we pass him like Rabbi Yehuda, is the source to all the halachas and shulchan that discuss when you can make a break for Kaddish, Kedusha, and Amen, and so on. And it's based on Kavad and Yireh. And there's actually an interesting discussion in the Rishayim, what category does Kaddish and Kedusha go into? What do you think? Does it go into the category of Yireh or Kavad? It's really both. There's an Indian of Yireh and the fact that when there's the Tzibur is saying Kaddish and Kedusha and you, you, should, you should join them out of Yireh for Hashem to say it. And there's also a covet to show honor to Hashem to say uh, Kaddish and Kedusha. So there's a Machlekes Rishayim how to uh, determine the breaks of Kaddish and Kedusha that you make based on this, this Indian of covet and Yireh. This is the also, source of it. Okay. So the Gemara brings a brayso to support the pshat and the Mishnah. He's saying Krishna, and all of a sudden he meets his teacher, someone that's much greater than him. So what does he do? If you're in between, so the Mishnah, the brayso clearly says the first opinion, of Mary's opinion, you answer out of honor, and the ain't sarach that you can respond out of honor. If you're in the middle, you could ask out of Yireh, but only out of Yireh. Uh, yeah, only out of Yireh. That's the Rav Meir. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda disagrees and says, no, if you're initiating, so then that's only only if it's a case of fear. But if you're responding, you could respond even a person that you owe honor. 
Or Beprokim, if you're in between, Shail, you could initiate Mepnei Kovid, or Meshiv Shalom L'Cholodim, you could respond Shalom to every individual. So we clearly see that this is the Pshad in the Mishnah, as the Braise said. Now the Gemara is going to bring a Shaila, Benigaya, to making an interruption and davening, Benigaya, to other cases. Now the Gemara actually does not go into other sections of davening, which is discussed in Shulchan Aruch. Now over here the Gemara doesn't talk about it, but the Gemara goes to another case. Achai was an individual that would learn in front of Rabchia, and he asked the question from Rabchia as follows. Bahalal ube Megillah, in the middle of saying Halal, and in the middle of reading the Megillah. Mao Shayafsik. What is the halacha? Are you allowed to make a break in the middle of, of, of Halal and Megillah? What is the connection between Halal and Megillah? Why dafke these two? Because uh, you make a bracha before and after. So that's, that's, very, that's a very good point. But there's another connection, as the Gemara will say now. Mi amrinan, do we say kavachaymer? This is, this is a kavachaymer. Kriyashma dairaisa paisik. When it comes to Kriyashma, which is menateire, we just said that you could make a break. Right, the two opinions of to what extent, but you could make a break. Uh, you could interrupt, that is. Halal de Rabbanon Mibaya. Halal, which is only with Rabbanon, and Megillah similarly is not Menateira. So needless to say that you can make a break. But isn't Shema also Rabbanon? So that's a good point. So the Shagasaya proves from this Gemara that not only the first Pasik of Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekena Hashem Achor is Menateira, but uh, the other parshas are also Menateira. Because the Gemara says that Raisa. Huh? Right, so, so the Kalvachayma of the Gemara is from Kriyashma. Even the Dairaisa, you can make a break. So, for sure, Halal and Megillah. According to the other opinion, how does it work? It's a good shakla. I'm just uh, telling you what I saw in the Shagasari that this is, this is one of his rise. It's a famous discussion, and which is based a lot on the previous summit we learned yesterday regarding the different sections of Kriyashma, at what point you have to have Kavana or not. So, right here he says, is Lachaira Raya, that it refers to the, at least the first parsha of Kriyashma. But you see how important it is to be Meishib Shom Lachaladam, that even though it's the Raisa, the Torah says you should stop and, and you can speak. Yeah, you can answer. Not the If you be Emtsa, you don't have to have Lachaladam. Beina Prakim. Beina Prakim to be Meishib Lachaladam. Absolutely. Even though by Yishlamach over there it says that whoever speaks shouldn't go out to Melchamah. Correct. That's not yeah. speaking. Right. Correct. Oidum, what's the other side of this Ibaya? Presuming Nisa Odif, the publicizing of the miracle that's in Halal when you're praising Hashem for a, for a miracle on a Yontif. And Megillah, of course, which is Presuminissa, that's so powerful that if you interrupt and you take away from the Presuminissa, that's more important even than Kriyashma Dairaisa. Omalei, Sarabhiya answered, Paisik ve'em bekach klom. You could interrupt and there's no issue with this. It's more lenient than Kriyashma. You could interrupt and it's not an issue. Omar Rabbe, so Rabbe said as follows regarding this Shailah. If it's days when the Yochid says the entire Halal, and both Rashi and Tesis point out that Yochid doesn't mean Mamish an individual. Yochid over here is just as opposed to the Halal that was said by the Karben Pesach in the Beis Mikdash when the whole Sibur said it then uh, together in that way. But Yochid over here refers to the days that we, that we say full Halal, so there's an obligation to say the Halal and the full Halal. So then, if you're in between, uh, the paragraphs. You're allowed to interrupt, but in the middle, you're not allowed to interrupt. Those days that we don't have the obligation to say full halal, like in Rosh Chodesh, where we only say half halal, so then even in the middle, you're allowed to make a break. 
That's Rabbi's opinion. So, there's, a, there's an argument exactly what Rabbi means to say over here. Is Rabbi, when Rabbi says Be'emtza Pedik and Be'ena Pedik, is Rabbi basically saying that Hal and uh, the Halal, we're talking here specifically about Halal, is it uh, just basically the same as Kriyashma? Just like by Kriyashma? Whatever halachas you have regarding Kriyashma, Be'emtza and Be'ena Pedik, apply that to Halal as well. The way Rav Meir said it, the way Rav Yehuda said it. Others say no. What Rabbi is saying over here is when he says, he means at all. It's even more chomer than, even more chomer than Kriya Shema. And we don't, right. Well, Yira, I mean, if it's the, maybe for Yira you could be Paisik, but not Kovit. It's more chomer than Kriya Shema. So he's sort of taking the, the tzad of Prasumi Nisa Odif. And he disagrees with Rab Chia, that it's, it's more adif than Kriyashma. That's the pshat on this. Another interesting thing that I want to point out before we go weiter is, is, is there's the famous, famous discussion, and it's, it's, it's in the Gale Maisib Apoyal, when you get to the Minig on Ashchidish, whether you make a bracha before Halal on Ashchidish. So, so over here, the source of this whole union is our sugya right over here in Taisvis. Because right over here we spoke about that there are days that Yachid Goyme Ben and there are the days that a Yachid is not Goyme Ben and then you're allowed to make a break. So this is the source where you see clearly in the Gemara that there's a big difference between the days when you say full Hal and the days that you don't say full Hal. The days that you don't say full Hal, it's not a Takonim Adarabonon. It's a Minig Valm, as Taisvis over here explains. Now the big question is, could you make a brach on a Minig? And Taisvis brings over here a few sources that you don't make a brach on a Minig. And then Taisus brings, argues and says that Rabbeinu Tam argued and said, no, you could make a bracha on, on, on Halal, even though it's a minik. This, this is the source That's of this Indian. No, 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 it's uh, not so poshit. Not so poshit. This is an Alta Machlaikis, which people argue about. In, in Sefer and Hagim, and in the minik B'Poyal, that it says, even in the Siddur of the Alta Rebbe, is that you should not make the bracha, you should be Yitzu with the Chazan, the bracha before and the bracha after. But Papayal, the Rebbe's own Anhaga was to make the bracha before and after, and the Rebbe spoke about it, and if I bring in about it, that you, 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 you to make the bracha, bracha yourself quiet, before and after. Quietly, quietly before the chazan, right. But it's, it's, it's a, it's a machlaikis, which there's no, even in, in when you get to the minig Papayal, it's not fully resolved. Some do like this, some do like that, and the source is right over here in this Gemara and this Taisus. <laughs> right. And then at the later yeah. years, yeah. Is this then true? Rav Barshva came and met Ravina, it was in the middle of Halal. It was a time that you say only half Halal. And he didn't make an interruption to say Shalom Aleichem to him. So you see that even when it's a day when you're saying only half Halal, you don't make an interruption. So the Gemara answers, Shani Rav Barshva, do lechoshev alei deravina. No, Rav Barshva didn't have any chshivist. He wasn't going to say Shalom Aleichem to him. I mean, and a chanami, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not a middle of Birchus Kriyashma, it's not a middle of full halal, but it doesn't matter. A person is saying a capital to them even. And someone walks by, you have to say Shalom Aleichem to everybody. So from here we see that, that obviously you don't make interruptions in the middle of davening with Dvarim Betelem and things like that. Right? So, so that's why it's not a raya from that incident. There was a fellow by the name of Atana, by the name of Oshion, that would learn in front of Ravami. So he asked the question, Meravami. Hashoribetainus, a person that's fasting. Ataisu says that this refers specifically to a person that accepted upon himself his own personal fast. Is he allowed to taste food? 
And, and, and again, over here, there's an argument exactly what tasting means. Taisa says it means tasting and spitting out. Others disagree, but Taisa says it's tasting and spitting out. Do we say that he accepted upon himself to fast? That only means eating and drinking. And when he's tasting and spitting it out, he's not eating and drinking. Or perhaps, really his intention, the meaning of his acceptance of a fast is not to derive benefit of the food. And when you taste the food, he is deriving benefit. answered him, he could taste, and it doesn't matter. It's not an interruption to his fast. Tanya we learned as well in Abraham, Similar halacha matemes, matemes refers to a person that's cooking in the kitchen, and you're tasting to see if, it's, if the food is spiced properly. So when you're tasting the food and you spit it out, you don't need a bracha. And someone that's fasting, you um, can taste, and, it, and, and if you're spitting it out, it doesn't matter. So you see clearly in the Brahsa this idea. Now the Gemara asks, at Kama, how much? How much could a person taste and it doesn't matter? Rab Ami Virabasi, Tommy, if they accepted a fast, they would they would be Tayim at Shir Raviasa. Until the Shir of Ravias. So there's actually a machlaikis when it says here this Shir of Ravias, what it what it refers to. If it's if it's talking about spitting out, then it doesn't refer to the bracha. Because a person could, could be tayim much more than a revius, and you're not mechayiv to make a bracha. You're only mechayiv to make a bracha if you swallow. So according to that pshat, the shir of revius only refers to a fast. If a person accepted a fast upon himself, so then there's the shir of revius that you're allowed to take into your mouth and spit out. But more than a revius, even to spit out, you're not allowed to. But if the pshat in the Gemara over here of tayim means to taste and to swallow, so then the shir of revius refers even to the bracha. That you can taste and swallow as long as it's less less of a revius without a bracha. But of course, we don't pass him that way. Okay. Yes. But it says a tainus yachid when a person a yachid is makabel upon himself. Yeah, that's what it's talking about here. Doesn't the lashon by the gemara that lekabe bracha l'sheina also l'adam sheina mena elam belay bracha? That's the lashon. And over here he says ana ikad. You mean that it says yana? That it says that, but it means the nana of food. Nana of achila. We don't make a bracha on nana, right? We make a bracha on nana of well. There's a bracha on good. That's a but stam nana. There's specific kanos over there. When it says nana, it means the specific kano of achila. Has to be a of achila. Person that greets his friend and says shalom to him before he davens It's as if he's turned this person into a bama. He's serving this person on a bama outside of the base of mikdash. Let go from this person. His soul is in his nostrils. What importance does he have? Don't read bame because the pasuk should have said man. What's bame? So don't read it, mm. that you're turning this person into a bama. So how do we know that this pasik how do we know that this pasik refers to before davening? Where do we see it refers to before davening? So in, in my modern Chesidus it says, because it says, Before davening, a person, the Ebesha gives a person back his soul in the morning, but it's still ba'apoy. It's, it's, it's only there in his nostril, so to speak. It wasn't yet mispashit in the rest of his body. After a person davens, he brings his neshama into his entire body. So this person is before davening. <laughs> yeah, but in the Pasik, I'm just saying, in the Pasik, it doesn't say. Vaiter, another Pshatikamari here says, Shmuel Lomar, 
you don't have to change the reading of the Pasik. Bameh, you can read it the way it says. What chshivas are you giving to this person and not to the Ebishter? So the Pshat of the Pasik is clear and simple. And by the way, it's, as it says in the Halacha, and Rabbi Rabbeinu Yaina says it here, that this is only if you say Shalom Aleichem, because Shalom is one of the names of Hashem. But if you say good morning, or the Lashon that he says is Tzafra Tava, you're allowed. It's only specific. Gemara here clearly says Nisan Shalom. Not Kashivas. Shalom is one of the names of the Ebishter. So, so you're, you're referring to him with a name which is connected to the Ebishter. But Tzafra Tava, you don't have to be that rude in the morning if someone meets you, you just walk past him. You can say Tzafra Tava, but not Shalom Aleichem. <laughs> the Gemara here will not give another uh, qualification to this. Let's see. Masav Rav Sheishas. Rav Sheishas asked the question. We learned in the Mishnah. In between, you could ask, you can greet someone. And you could also respond. So you see here that you could, and this is in Birchus Kriyashma, before you Shmai Nasra. So it's before the main part of Tefillah, and you, could, you can greet a person and even respond. And then respond as well. When it said before that you shouldn't greet a person before davening, it's if you're going, if you're making the initiative to go find him and greet him where he is, going out of the way to greet him at his home, whatever, or wherever he is, that's not allowed. That was the Isser. But if a person comes towards you and you say Shalom Aleichem to him, that's not a problem. A person may not tend to his own personal needs and his business or whatever it may be before davening. So tzedek refers to davening, that a person comes and as Rashi says, is matzdik himself before Hashem when he davens. First you come and daven, and then the yasam l'derech pa'amov, you go to your ways, to your things. So he ties the Pasuk differently. Anyone that davens, and then after you finish davening, only then do you go out on your personal way. The pshat of v'yosem is not the person should place, but the Abish will, will do your things for you. Abish will take care of your things. You take care of, your, of, of turning to Hashem first, Hashem will take care of you. So then v'yosem, the Abish will, will put l'derech palm of that you'll go on the right path. It's a very interesting piece over here. A person that sleeps seven days and doesn't have any dreams, is referred to as Ra. Where do you see this from? The Pasik says, A person that's satisfied, and he goes to sleep, and he doesn't have, the Ebesha doesn't remember him. So he's, he's, he's Ra. So what is the pshat in this? The Gemara teaches Al Tikri Sava El Sheva. Seven days without a dream is Ra. What's the pshat? <laughs> the Mefarshim say that the Abisha communicates with people in dreams. And the Abisha is being ma'ayed a person to chuva in dreams, whether he has a good dream, or even, even if it's not a good dream, but it, a person gets inspired and then, uh, from, from these dreams, and therefore the Abisha is communicating with him. So therefore, if he doesn't have a dream, he's nikra ra. Well, later, uh, uh, they say also that a person yeah. goes through a whole week and thinks that the belt is Emerson uh, Metzias, he doesn't realize that it's not a it's real all a dream. It's a dream. If he doesn't realize that the world is a dream. Kolamas, he said a different shot, and he connected it to the simple reading of the pasuk, which is sova. Kolamas biats my medivrei teire velon, a person that goes to sleep 
when after satisfying yourself of words of Teda, instead of reading the newspaper or anything else, going with that into bed, the person goes into bed after satisfying himself with Teda, Ein mevasrin Hashem does not give him any bad news in a dream. Mm-hmm. If he's satisfied with Teda and he goes to sleep with that, mm-hmm. We learned in the Mishnah, so in the continuation of the Mishnah, there was an argument whether between <coughs> the conclusion of Kriyashma and the Brach of Emes Vyatsev, if you're allowed to make a break or not. And the Gemara brought the opinion of, who was it, Rab Meir? Or Rab Yehuda, actually. Rab Yehuda said that you shouldn't make a break between Hashem Lekeichem and Emes Vyatsev. The halacha remains like Rab Yehuda. The Omar ben alekeichem laemes v'yatsiv lo yafsik. Omer abavo, Omer abyechenen. My time with the Rabbi Yehuda. What is the reason? What's the source for the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda? Chesiv Hashem alekim emes. It's based on a pasuk in Yeshaya where it says Hashem alekim is emes. So we see that Hashem ani Hashem alekeichem should be put together with emes. So after you said Hashem Lekechem Emes, do you repeat the word Emes again when you start the bracha of Emes V'yatsev or not? So Rabbi Yenis says the reason you should repeat it is because you wait. You wait for the chazan. It could even be you made a break if you spoke in between. So then the, then the question is if you should repeat Emes again. Yes, you do repeat and say Emes again. Rabbi Omar, Rabbi said, You don't repeat Emes again. There was a Shliach Tzibur that went down, as we learned before in the Gemara, there's an Indian of going down when you daven for the Omer, he went to daven for the Omer in front of Rabbi. Shami Rabbi, the Omar Emes Emes Trezimne. Rabbi heard him saying Emes twice. Omar Rabbi, and Rabbi responded to this. Rabbi wasn't, wasn't happy that he said Emes twice. And he said, Call Emes, Emes, Tafsilahai. This person has a fluency in saying Emes twice. What's, what's this? Says Emes twice. One second. So, this, so, so Rabbi was, was uh, saying, Why is he saying Emes twice? So the Mufarshim say two things. First of all, they say that Rabbi didn't hear what happened. Because, like you said, Shlich Tzibbe does say, Hashem Lekechem Emes to himself quietly. And then he repeats it again, Hashem Lekechem Emes. Rabbi only heard him saying Emes twice. He didn't see, he didn't hear him saying the full thing, so therefore he said, Emes, Emes, Tov, Selahai. Another pshat is, the Beis Yosef says, this is the Gemara, that's the source of the concept that the Chazit should repeat Hashem Lekechem Emes, to be mashlem the Ramachi Vodam of a person. Because uh, the Kriyashma has 245 words, this is the source from, from this Gemara. And he, and he says that in the times of Rabbe, the minig was to say three words before Kriyishma, Kale Melech Nema. If you look in Sun Sudurim, not Minik Chabad, have Kale Melech Nemon instead of saying Ani Hashem Lekechem Emes in the end. So that was Rabbi's minig. So therefore, he, he disapproved of the fact that he said Emes Emes twice. They don't repeat twice? I think, I think they do. But you say, I think it's when you daven be Yechidis. When you daven be Yechidis, and then, uh, yeah, but our minig is that when you daven be Yechidis, you repeat Ani Hashem Lekechem. Uh-huh. Or even if you're davening in a tzibur, by the way, and you weren't together with the tzibur, you weren't there in the section of Kriyashma, because the chazan said Hashem Lekechem Emes, you're supposed to repeat Ani Hashem Lekechem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was thinking that the chazan reminds you, he hates everybody when he says twice, and we don't say? Avada? 
about the whole, the chazan says it loud. Hashem lekechem. Hashem lekechem members. The chazan saying it for the entire tzibur to be mitzvah. Everybody, it says when I get to these things that that it's automatic. When a chazan goes to the amud, he knows he's davening for the tzibur. He doesn't have to have the specific kavana. Amar Rav Yosef. So now we, the Gemara is going to return over here to the third parsha of Kriyashma, which is Vayoymer. Because and it's connected to Vayoymer and the Emes Vyatsev. So the Gemara will explain as follows. Omer Rav Yosef. How wonderful is this uh, statement or this halacha? So he came and he said, he came from Eretz Yisrael to Bovel. And he said, Omri b'marave... Arvis, and he said that in Eretz Yisrael, when they daven Mairev, what do they say in Kriyashma? They shorten the third parasha. They only say a small part of it. They say, Dabarol, they begin it and they say, Dabarol B'nei Yisrael. Then they skip the rest. They go straight to the end. Va'amar, uh, sorry, again. Dabarol B'nei Yisrael, Va'amar Ta'alayim. They begin it over there. And then they go straight to the end. Ani Hashem Alekeichem, Emes. Everything in between they skip, and the reason is because the rest in between is talking about the mitzvah of tzitzis, which is not a mitzvah at night. Okay, that's what they would do. Amalei Abaye, so Abaye said to my Malius, why are you so impressed with this minute? I mean, yeah, the, 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 the 30 seconds that you gain, what's, what's the... Vahomer uh, Kahana, and he says that that's not the way it's supposed to be done, because Rav Kahana said, Omarav, in the name of Rav, lo yaschel, that at night you shouldn't say the third parsha. Because it's not the tzitzis is not the mitzvah at night, but vim hischel. If you did begin it, if you started, you know, you say it during the day, so you had a habit. If you did begin it, then gaimer. So then you have to com- complete and say the whole thing. You don't say part of it. So what they did in Eretz Yisrael was not pr- appropriate. Because if you start, you're supposed to say the whole thing. He tamis, and now he says, now you may answer to me. When you start Vayyem Hashem and you only get into Vamar that's not called starting it because you didn't get into the actual mitzvah of the parsha yet. So he says, No, that's not true. If you only made a mistake and you got into Dabab Nesrol, that's not considered that you started yet. But Vamar once you say Vamar that's considered to be that you started already. And he said before that in Eretz Yisrael they would go until Vamar So why didn't they complete it? So Amar Rav Papa, Rav Papa answers, we're going to have to say that in Eretz Yisrael they disagree with this statement of Rav Shmuel by Yitzchak. Kosovri b'marave in Eretz Yisrael they held that even when you get to v'amartaleim that's still not considered that you began it. And therefore they would say until v'amartaleim and they would go until the end of Ani Hashem Lekechem. Only if you begin the actual mitzvah that's called that you began it already and then you have to complete so what's our minig? What do we do? Amar Abaye, Abaye said, Hilkach anana scholim aschelinon. We begin. We do say vayemer Hashem until vamar ta'aleim. The kamas chali b'marav, because that's what they did in Eretz Yisrael. So we go until vamar ta'aleim. But now the kivin da'aschelinon. Once we go until vamar ta'aleim, migmanami gamrina. We have to complete the rest also, because we hold that once you say vamar ta'aleim, you're too far in that you have to continue the whole thing. So therefore, b'payel our minig is that we say the third parsha of Ayemer at night. The homer of Kahana Marav, Layaschel, you should not begin, but Vim Hiskokaime, once you began, you should complete it. Chiebarav Omar. Chiebarav said, Omar Aniyashem Alekechem, Tzarech Loimar Emes. If you say the third parsha of Shema, which concludes with Aniyashem Alekechem, then you say the bracha of Emes, which begins with Emes Vamuna. Loyomar Aniyashem Alekechem, but if you did not say the third parsha of Shema, Ain't Tzarech Loimar Emes. 
You don't say the, the bracha starting with Amos. So the Gemara now asks the question, wait a minute. There's another reason why we say the third parsha of Shema or the, 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 the bracha after Kriya Shema. Besides tzitzis, there's a mitzvah of schiras yitzis mitzrayim by day and by night. So you have schiras yitzis mitzrayim either in the third parsha of Shema or in the bracha of Emes Vamuna. But if you're not going to say either one, you're missing that. You have to remember yitzis mitzrayim. So, how, so what does it mean that you can skip it all together? And for the Gemara, no, even when he skips them both, you're going to say a shortened version to, re- to remember Yitzhiya Simtsrayim. The Omahachi, in such a case, he's going to say as follows. We thank you, Hashem, you made miracles on, on the Yam, and we sang to you, and then you just continue to and you skip the whole long Nusach of the Bracha of Emes it's very interesting. I, what, what, what's interesting to me over here is that, I mean, we had before in the, in, in the Mishnah, if you remember, when you get to the Baruchis, Mokim Sha'amru Laharech Asalakatsev, Chazal create a certain Nusach, which is Barichis, you may not shorten it. And over here the Gemara is basically saying, you have the option to shorten it. If you're not going to say the third parsha, you don't have to say Amazva Muna, and you say a shorter version. So you could shorten it. You do basically have an option. Shorten it. Why don't you have to say Amazva because I guess Emes Vamuna is, is concluding that point. If you started the theme of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, so then you have to elaborate and conclude that point of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Otherwise, Kanir the Pshara and the Gemara is, this itself is the Chathil, the design of Chazal's Takana. It's not that you're shortening it. According to his opinion, this is the Chathil, the design of the Takana, that you have an option. Say it long or short. The huh? last bracha is on Bayemer. So Correct. It's related to Mayim. So if you don't say it, so... Correct. So also, also there, there's, a, there's, a, there's an option. Chazal Chachila designed it that way. I thought you said when we learned that, that shortening yeah. means not, not, not being Messiah with a Baruch Tashem, or being Mayach meant being Messiah with Baruch Tashem. Here we're not... No, that's not Rashi's Pshat. I don't think I said that. Okay. I, 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 don't, I don't believe so, yeah. Now we go to the next part of the Mishnah. Omer Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha, Loma Kodma Parshas Shema. So the Mishnah discussed the, the order of the Parshas of Shema, Vayim Shemoya, and Vayoymer. So the Mishnah gave a pshat that this first Kabbalah Salmach Shemayim, and then comes Kabbalah Sal Mitzvahs, and then the third Parsha of Vayoymer, the Mishnah explained that over there, what did it say over there? That Vayoymer is noyeg only by Yoyim, because it's the Mitzvah of Tzitzis, so therefore, we leave that for last. Even though we said that there's six things in the mitzvah. What's the six things in the? Uh, huh? Well, six actually. The Gemara says six things. That, uh, right. So it has a big chiv. It's the parsha of Shema. Big okay, but still, the, the main the main right. theme of the parsha is tzitzis, which is noyig bayayim. So now the Gemara is going to bring a different shot to this order. Tanya Rab Shimon ben Yechi Yaimer. It makes sense, the fact that we say Shema before Vayim Shemaya. Why? In the parish of Vayim Shemaya, it says the mitzvah to learn Tayyat, it says, And in the mitzvah, in the parish of Vayim Shemaya, it says the mitzvah of teaching your children Tayyat, as it says, Vahayim Shemayel of Vayaymer, Vahayim Shemayel comes before Vayaymer, Shazel Lilmoid, because in Vahayim Shemayel talks about teaching Taita and Vizel Asais. And in the last parish of Vayaymer, it talks about doing the mitzvah. So that's the right order. Learn yourself, teach your children, and then do the mitzvahs. So the Gemara immediately asks on this wait a minute. In the parish of Shema, it only talks about you learning yourself, but to teach Taita and to do the mitzvahs, it doesn't say. 
Vahaksivishinantam. It says to teach your children Taira. And then it says Ukshartam, Ukhsaftam, which are two actions of a mitzvah. So what does this mean? Visu another question. Vahayam Shamaya Lalamadu de Ispe, Vahayam Shamaya it says to teach Taira, but Vilasa is lespe. Doesn't mention the mitzvah to do Vaksivukshartam Ukhsaftam. There as well it says the mitzvah to do the mitzvahs. Visu another question. Vahaya Sorry, no, okay. Ella, so the Gemara answers. Ella, the answer is, <coughs> This is the statement, this is really what Rabshim Mayechi said. It makes sense that Shema comes before Vayam Shemaya. Because in Shema you have all three. There it says everything to learn, to teach, and to do. And Vahayam Shemaya le Vayaymer, and then Vahayam Shemaya comes before Vayaymer, Shazay Yeshbal le Lamed Vilasais. There it talks about teaching Torah and doing the mitzvahs. And Vayaymer ain't by Alalasais, Bulbat. And Vayaymer only talks about doing the mitzvahs. So the Gemara asks, Vatetik Lamed Rabbi Shur ben Karcha. Why don't we explain the order the way it said it in the Mishnah, like Rabbi Shur ben Karcha said? What was the. It, does Rabbi Shur. Sorry, does Rabbi Shur ben Yechi disagree with that reason? That he gives his own reason for the order? So the Gemara says, no, he doesn't disagree. He agrees to Rabbi Shubh Karcha's reason, and he's giving a second reason. One is like Rabbi Shubh Karcha said, And now the second reason, because the first parasha has all three together of Lilmaid, Lilamid, Velasas, and therefore it comes first. Now the Gemara is going to talk about another thing which is important in the order, which is the order of Kriyashma and Tfilin. What do you do first? First Kriyashma and then Tfilin? Or first you put on Tfilin and then you say Kriyashma? So the Gemara brings the following incident. Rav, Moshi, Yodei, Vikare Kriyashma. Rav in the morning washed his hands and said Kriyashma and then after that Va'anach Tfilin. After saying Kriyashma he put on his Tfilin. So as Rashi here says, this happened one time. And the Gemara will, in the conclusion, explain exactly what happened. So it happened this way. And then, Vitsali or Matsli, and then he davened. Frek the Gemara, Veheichi, Ovid, Hachi. How did Rav do this? The first say Kriyashma, and then put on Tfilin. For Tanya, we learned in Abraise, the following din. Hachoifer kuch is a person that's, that, that, that's digging a, a burial place, which is a kuch. Then they would bury in, in, in the wall, not in the ground. A person buries, is digging a burial for a, for a person, for a maize, a cave, uh, potter. So he's potter to say Kriyashma. What's the reason he's potter? Right? That's the, we learned this before. He's potter of, of all the mitzvahs since he's in the middle of doing a mitzvah. Then the Braise says, He gives man Kriyashma, the time of Kriyashma arrived. Oile, he has to go up, and he should wash his hands, and read So the Gemara immediately asks, The Bryce is contradicting itself. In the Reisha, you said he's totally Potter. And in the Seifa, it says that he has to go up and, and, and put on Tfilin and read Kriyashma and Davin. And for the Gemara, Hale Kashia. So that's not a question. Seife betray. The Seife was talking about a case when there are two people that are there uh, digging the grave. So therefore, he's not uh, fully leaving it alone. There's someone else that's continuing the work. So therefore, he can go up and daven and they can switch off. And the Reisha is dealing with a case where there's one individual alone. So in that case, he may not let go of it. One person should dig the grave 
Huh? How many times do you need a team anyway? So you're right. You have a point. If if you need the second individual, you might you might be right. I'm not I'm not sure what it says about that. If you need the second person, you might be right about that. Yeah, I'm not sure. But this also connects to to the machlekes regarding how Isaac the mitzvah put them in a mitzvah. There's a machlekes Taisus in the Ran. Does that apply in a case where it's impossible to do both together? And therefore, I'm in the middle of doing this. I shouldn't do the other one because. You don't interrupt if you, you can't do both. So if you're middle doing one, you complete and do the other. Or the, the, the Ran holds, even if it's possible to do both, still, if you're middle of the mitzvah, you don't, you don't uh, interrupt for another mitzvah, even though you can complete the other one afterwards. So over here in this Gemara, not sure, I mean, the it's connected to that. Is, huh? What's a classical case? So yeah. mitzvah, when you're davening, when someone comes to tzedakah, so yeah. you can't stop for a moment and give tzedakah? No, that's not a case. So that's not, that's not a case of Isaac mitzvah, no. mitzvah. That's not the example the Gemara brings. The Gemara brings other cases of prisoners. Makabel pnei rabbi. Okay, let's go right in the Gemara. Makol makim kashilerab. The main reason we brought up this brayse is because what do you see here in this brayse? What's the order? First you put on fill in the brayse said, and then you say kriyishma. Not like Rav did. So the Gemara answers. Rav Rabbi ben We could say that Rav argues on this brayse and he follows the opinion of Rabbi Shua ben Karcha. What's the connection to Rabbi Shua ben Karcha? The Oma he said, First accept upon yourself the yoke of heaven. And then comes mitzvah. So first say Krishna, and then put on the tefillin. <coughs> so the Gemara says, no, you can't compare to what Rabbi Shua ben Karcha said. Rabbi Shua ben Karcha. When was Rabbi Shua ben Karcha speaking about when he said his statement? In the order of the two parshas. What should you read first? What should you read next? But Did we ever see that Rabbi Shua ben Karcha said that you should read Kriyashma before you put on tefillin? Rabbi Shua ben Karcha wasn't talking about that. So you can't bring a source from Rabbi Shua ben Karcha to what Rav did. Besides that, the Gemara asks, so even if you're going to say that that is what Rabbi Shua ben Karcha meant, but I see that Rav didn't told her this. Does Rav agree to Rabbi Shua ben Karcha? Rabbi Barashi said the following. Many times I was there by Rav in the morning. He woke up early, and he washed his hands, and he made the bracha. He would teach us Taira. Then he would put on tefillin, and and only following all of that, he would say Kriyashma. So you see that before Kriyashma, he put on tefillin, and before Kriyashma, he was already learning Taira. So if Rabbi Shua ben Karcha says, first accept Kabbalah Selmach Shemayim, and then, and then do mitzvahs, that should have been the first thing. Kriyashma, then teach Taira, and then put on tefillin. So we see that Rav doesn't hold it this to order. So now maybe you're going to argue and say, no. This in the, this Rabbi Barashi, this incident that he said here, this order, the way Rav did things, but He was speaking about a time. Rav woke up so early; it was before Zman Kriyishma. So what is he going to do? He's up early before Zman Kriyishma, so he's going to teach Taira, right? He's going to teach Taira, and then he's going to put on tefillin, and only after that he's going to say Kriyishma. Imkain. <coughs> if so, the Gemara says, "My Asadase de Rabbiya Barashi." What, what was Rabbiya Barashi saying when Rabbiya Barashi saying, "I saw Rab that he taught Taira and put on tefillin before Kriyishma." What's the chiddush? I mean, it was a case that he couldn't say Kriyishma first because it was too early. So it's obvious there would be no chiddush in what he said. Elamai Rabbiya Barashi was saying a chiddush. It was a time period where you could say Kriyishma, and still. He, he put on tefillin first, he learned Taita first, and only afterwards he said Kiryashma. 
So you see clearly here that Rav himself did it in this order. Not like it said before, that first he said Kriyashma and then Tefillin. So the Gemara says, no, this itself wouldn't be a Raya. This itself, the problem we have over here, that L'Chayre, uh, the Eidus, the Asadase, the Eidus of Rabchi, is not a Chiddush, that's not a question. There is a Chiddush in the testimony that he said that, if you remember, we had before in the Gemara that when you learn Mishnayis, you don't have to make Birchus And over here, he's telling you, because he was saying, the Chiddush would be that you have to make a Birchus even before learning Mishnayis. That would be the Chiddush. So from this story, there's really no raya, because it's possible that Ipashit got up early before Zman Kriyashma. But the Gemara returns to our original question. Rambam is considered like Mishnai, so it's... Not sure, I'm not sure. One second. The Gemara returns to our original question. We call Mokin Kashya. The original question remains, what happened before? That Rav said Kriyashma before Tzvilam. What was the source of what Rav did? Rabbi Yeshua Mekarcha is not a source. As we said before, Rabbi Yeshua Mekarcha never said such a thing. So what was the source of Rav? So the Gemara says, this, this is not the way Rav usually did it. Kashi uh, Rav. Shlucha hu da'avis. Rav had a shliach or a servant that would bring him his tefillin, and the shliach made a mistake, and he didn't bring him his tefillin on time. He didn't have his tefillin. He, bring, he brought him his tefillin late, and therefore the Zman Kriyashma came. And he had to say Krishma and then put on Tefillin. So that was a one-time thing that happened because the Shliach brought it in late and Zman Krishma was passing. Otherwise, you have to put on Tefillin before Zman Krishma. You have to put on Tefillin and then say Krishma. As we'll see the Hemshech and the Gemara in Mitzvah Shem, tomorrow... It was passing, right. Yes, that's what it was. Correct, passing. To put on Tefillin first and then Krishma. Right now, Zman Krishma is about an hour, a little more. Ideally, do it with Tfilin. And then Kriyashma. Okay, there's a, there's, a, there's a big discussion about that. There's a very big discussion about that, and it's not so Pashat. We'll see in the Hemshchad the Gemara Mitzvah Shem tomorrow. Or actually, when the Shir is Matzah Shabbos. If whoever wants to come to the Shir, the Shir is Matzah Shabbos 9.15. There's a Gansa, there's a Gansa Shekel about that. I know, I know. Zichar, yeah. But there's a minor from the Rebbe, Lakan, or Lakan. Not that I do it, but I'm saying today, Lamashim, on time, it's better not. There's a minor from the Rebbe. Someone a few months ago, you know, Rabbi Shapiro has his daily thinking exact. So a few months ago, we had his thing. And he gave to the Hira, so the Rebbe about it. Shan, Lakan, Lamashim, 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 Lamash